You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. There are people that I look at and I say, thank God this person was born. I'm so happy I got to meet you. Do you understand what I'm saying? How many people know someone like that? I'm very grateful to God that I got to meet you. So I don't have to wait till your birthday before I appreciate. Do you get my point? I don't have to wait for your birthday. I appreciate you when I see you, when I think about you. There are times when I'm praying, I pray and I thank God for some people. So I don't wait for their birthday. So it's, if your birthday comes and there's a party and you invite me, I will come and celebrate. But that's not the only time I celebrate. Hallelujah. And so the title of my message this morning is Because of Jesus. Say because of Jesus. Yeah, because of Jesus, I'm telling you, this world is a better place. And I can tell you, I can prove it historically and biblically that the world is a better place because of Jesus. I'll give you a few examples from history. Do you know that in times past, we didn't have hospitals? There were no hospitals. Yeah. So, only the rich who could afford physicians received medical attention. As a matter of fact, even Aristotle at some point made a statement Anybody that is not able to contribute to society, maybe he's sick, should be cast out. <laughs> so in other words, when you are sick, huh, they will take you and outside the city. Take you out. Because you're, you are not able to contribute to society. You are cursed. So when you are sick, you are considered cursed. Can you imagine that? How would you love it if that was a re our reality today? So it was because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When Jesus made a statement and said, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Huh? From the impact of the teachings of Christ. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan? Amen. Jesus, that story was a very bold statement that offended the Jews and offended the, them because they felt that they are the ones that knew God and they are the ones that have, that are custodians of the Word of God. And they felt that they are closer to God. All right? And of course, they felt that they were special. So for a Samaritan who is considered a second-class citizen to be commended by Jesus, it was a major slap. So it was later on in history that Christians began to gather sick people and then give them medical attention. So we are enjoying hospitals today. We don't even know how they came about. Say, because of Jesus. Today we have humanitarian organizations and all of that. Where did it come from? The ultimate humanitarian is Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you getting my point? Amen. Yeah. 
Should I give you another example? Education. Do you know that in those days, education was only a privilege for few? Why? Because only the rich, right? Only the rich who had money could employ private tutors. The private tutor will teach your child and educate your child. Apart from that, they all had family trades. Everybody will go, whatever your father is, that's what you will learn. You will learn from your father. But in terms of education, it was only those who were rich and could afford it. How many people today can employ their teachers on their own? Anybody here? I mean, your child is going to school and, and think about all the subjects. Yeah, and you have to be paying their salary, the salary of each teacher monthly. How many people can afford that? Raise your hand. Come on. I know you are so blessed. Come on. Hey. Hey. Professor. <laughs> Come on. We have somebody here who can. That's awesome. You're one in a million. Yeah. But Christians were the ones that began to gather people. They would gather them and teach them in groups. It started due to the influence of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Say, because of Jesus. We have schools today. Because of Jesus, we have hospitals today. So next time you walk past a school, thank God for Jesus. Next time you walk past a hospital, thank God for Jesus. Say, because of Jesus. So that's why I said the world would have been a very different place. Because man is so self-centered. Do you understand? Man is so self-centered. Man is so wicked. Man does not care for his neighbor. That's, I mean, that's just general. It's the gospel of Jesus that has been changing our hearts, changing our lives, and has influenced the society. And when Jesus says, you are the light of the world, and you are the salt of the earth, he meant what he was saying. Because light gives direction. Amen? Amen. Salt preserves. Salt preserves. So it's not just for the preaching of the gospel, but it's the power of the message that has affected history. And there are many other things I can list to you. But I'll stop there. And I want to say, because of Jesus, when you think about Jesus, you need to be very grateful. Because I'm telling you, your life would have been very different. And we are all here because of him. Amen. And when we're singing those songs, at the center of it all, it's you that I see, it's you that I see. You, you, you know, it's like, wow. At the center of all. And it's interesting if you look at, if you study, if you go back history, back into history, and you look at the development of man, you will see that most major breakthroughs happen at times of visitations, of divine visitations on the earth. The Industrial Revolution, it, it came out of revival. There was a mighty move of God, and then, boom. Different breakthroughs that we see today, I'm telling you, are as a result of God moving. 
So the people that think we can just take God out of society and then progress are deceived. They are deceived. Every good and perfect gift is from above. From the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, nor shadow of turning. If it is good for mankind, it's from God. Do you understand? Yeah. In the midst of all of that, I know there's the selfishness and there's the wickedness of the heart of man that introduces certain things and tries to capture certain things and tries to exploit and then use to dominate and all of that. But I have news for you. God, Jesus, is at the center of it all. He's at the center of it all. Hmm? Even you talk about warfare, weapons of war and all of that, mass destruction, those things, they are just perversions. All right? But God gives man the wisdom to protect himself. You know why Israel, the nation of Israel is alive today? Because he's at the center of it all. <laughs> I don't know what your persuasion is, what you feel. But I have news for you. For you to wipe out Israel, you need to wipe out the God of Israel. Amen. You need to eradicate the covenant God made with Abraham. Right. Now, if you can do that, yeah. kudos to you. Yeah. Now, if you cannot do that, then no. Even the Israel... The, the, the nation of Israel, the national Israel today, don't even know how they are succeeding. They are working hard. They're doing all they can. But imagine, 1948, 650 people were settled in that land. Surrounded by enemies. Yeah. With no language. Yeah. <laughs> huh? And then, all of a sudden... In a desert place, they transformed that place. Hmm? Transformed that place. Where did they get that wisdom from? From above. Do they know this God? I don't know. Most of them, are, they don't even believe. Most of them, you talk to them, they'll say, I'm not religious. Humanists. Majority of them. But God made a promise to their father, Abraham. So, why am I getting into this? All right. At the center of it all. So, at the center of Trump's decision. (laughs) So, you can tell the pro-Israel people here. Go and study history properly. Study your Bible properly. And you will understand what is happening there. You will understand what is happening. We need to educate some people. (laughs) Like Chidi. (laughs) We need to educate Chidi. (laughs) We have not replaced Israel. Okay? Yeah. The church did not replace Israel. Amen. Replacement theology is an error. Yeah. They still have their place. Amen. Ultimately, they will all get saved. Amen. That's what the Bible says, according to Bible prophecy. Amen. Ultimately, they will all. They will look to him whose hands they have pierced. He will pour upon them the spirit of grace and supplication. And they will weep and say, we didn't know. We didn't realize that you are the Messiah. And all Israel shall be saved. That's the Bible. Say, because of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So Israel is being preserved because of Jesus. They don't like him. 
but they don't know that he is the answer. Mighty God, mighty God, lift up your hand. Just thank God for Jesus. Come on. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you for who you are. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We are so grateful that God, our Father, you know, it's because of Jesus that we can call God Father. It's because of Jesus. How, how can you just go call somebody Father? You can't just walk up to somebody in the street and say, Father. He's, he's, look, he's going to look and say, what's wrong with you? Do I know you from anywhere? Huh? You can't do that. So, Jesus, it's because of Jesus that we can call God Father. Amen. So, when he was teaching his disciples to pray, he says, pray this way. Say, our Father which art in heaven. They had never prayed like that before. There had never been a prayer like that. If you read the Old Testament, they didn't pray like that. And you don't realize how revolutionary that prayer was at that time. Because this was a time when the Jews, they're used to, they're used to taking animals to sacrifice. And that's how they used to pray. Do you understand? Now, if we were living in, in that day, today, this compound would be smelling of sheep. There'll be a lot of blood all over the place. The whole place will be stinking. That's how. You, you look at how, how neat and decent you look. Huh? You're looking so... But if it were not for Jesus, you can't come to God like this. You will bring your goat to worship. Yeah. How many people can even afford it? You see. But God made provision for you to bring uh, some doves. If you can't afford it... it <laughs> If you, can't, if you can't afford a sheep, you bring a dove. Huh? But thank God for Jesus. Amen. Say, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Yes. It's because of Jesus we can sit like this. Yeah. Look at the carpet. Yeah. Look, it's because of Jesus. Yeah. If there's sheep all over the place, we wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have this. We'll have tiles. That's if we can, you know. But because of Jesus. Amen. So when you walk into church and you see the carpet, say, because of Jesus. <laughs> because of Jesus. Look at how you are sitting. Look at this kind of seats. It's because of Jesus. Yeah. Because, because you'll be holding, every family will be standing by its goat. Or, I mean, its sheep. And some, if, you, if it's a stubborn one, it's, be, it's going to be pulling you different directions. Huh? But say, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you sit on this chair, thank God for Jesus. Amen. Say, it's because of Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you, he's at the center of it all. Amen. It's because of Jesus. Amen. So because of Jesus, our lives have been changed. You, you see, when you don't think this deeply, you'll be quarreling with God that things are not happening in your life. Can you see? 
how the enemy deceives people. Instead of looking at what he has done and appreciate him and be grateful for what he has done, you think that he has disappointed you. You'd be surprised when you get to the pearly gates and he shows you what your life would have been if he didn't come. But then it will be too late. You will just weep. You'll make it to heaven, but you'll weep. And he'll wipe away all tears. Yeah? But because of Jesus. I don't know about you. I'm excited. Just the thought of what he's coming. The change it has brought to my life. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Because of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, because of Jesus, we know what the love of God is like. You know, in the Old Testament, they didn't understand the love of God. Even though God spoke to them in Jeremiah, I've loved you with an everlasting love and all, they, they couldn't relate with it. They couldn't really comprehend until John 3.16. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved so much that he gave. Then we understand that God is a God of love. But if Jesus didn't come, would you have known that? You wouldn't have understood the love of God. But Jesus brought to us the revelation of the love of the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave. So even if God did nothing in your life, the mere fact that he gave you Jesus, you need to be grateful. You need to be grateful. There have been times in my life that I've said, God, even if you don't do anything, even if you don't do anything again, what you have done is enough. Amen. And for that, I'll forever be grateful. Amen. Forever. Forever. Amen. The problem with our generation is we have an entitlement mentality. May God deliver us. May God deliver our generation Amen. from that entitlement mindset. That's why you get offended every now and again. Why? Because you feel entitled. Of course, there are things you are entitled to, but nobody in this world owes you anything. Hello? Your background was bad. It, it, there are worse backgrounds. By the time you start looking at other people, have you heard the story? I mean, have you heard the saying that I was angry, I was upset about my shoes? Huh? About my feet. Uh, what, how does it go again? Okay, I was, I was upset that I didn't have shoes until I saw someone without legs. Yeah. So imagine you are getting offended. I don't have shoes. Uh, you know, all my friends, they bought Christmas gifts for all my friends. I don't have any Christmas gifts. Then when you see somebody without legs and he's praising God, Amen. you keep quiet. Because of Jesus. Yes, Say because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Yeah. Because of Jesus. We have too much to be grateful for. Too much, in fact. Trucks load. Huh? Full of things you should be celebrating, thanking God for. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I have a brother. Thank you that I have a sister. There are some people who are wishing they had a brother. Some are wishing they had a sister. Do you understand what I'm saying? Thank you, Lord, that I can receive your word. There are some people, there's a famine of God's word. In case you don't know, there's a famine of the truth. Some people are being deceived. 
every day. You should be grateful for that. Amen. There are too many things. I can't list all of them. You know. Think about it. You think about your life. And appreciate God for what He has given to you. And stop focusing on what you lack. Amen? Amen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whoever believes in Him, come on, how many believers are here? Should not perish. Say, because of Jesus. I will not perish. perish. Isn't that wonderful? You will not perish. Satan wants you to perish. Satan wants you to spend your your eternity in hell with him. In fact, in the lake of fire, not even hell. Hell is just a temporary place. The lake of fire is something else that burns with sulfur. Because of Jesus, you will not perish. Is that not something to be grateful for? Is that not something to celebrate? You celebrate that every day. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Because of him, you can have everlasting life. You can have life to the full. You can have the God kind of life because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, you can have the life that God has. Can you imagine that? Before Jesus came, you didn't have this. Yeah, we're just at the mercy of Satan. He would just walk in, do whatever he wants and go. Nobody can challenge him. Did you see anywhere that a demon was cast out in the Old Testament? Nobody could challenge him. Why could they not cast out demons? They didn't have what it took or what it takes. They didn't have it. With all raising the dead, all the miracles Elijah did, he couldn't cast out demons. Not even once could he challenge a demon. He tried it, they would deal with him. But say, because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus today, we can cast out demons. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16. Say, because of Jesus, I can cast out demons. So if Jesus didn't come, (laughs) Ah, when you see a demon, you just respect that demon. And hope the demon does not even look in your direction. But because of Jesus, when you come, the demon is hoping you don't notice them. (laughs) Hallelujah. They are hiding when you come. But you don't know. But I'm telling you, because of Jesus, Because of Jesus. Let's look at Mark Mark chapter 16. From verse uh, 17. It says, and these signs will follow those who believe. These are basic scriptures. But if you don't connect them to his coming. You won't appreciate what you have. Huh? This sign shall follow them that believe. Huh? Nobody has ever talked like this until Jesus came. Do you notice that? Have you ever seen anywhere in the Old Testament that any prophet talked like this? No. But Jesus, because he came, this sign shall follow those who believe in my what? name. We're singing. Shout out the name. Come on. Hallelujah. You're shouting like a Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Ah! Shout out the name. Jesus! 
Yeah. Hallelujah. That's more like it. <laughs> huh. Say, in my name they will cast out demons. Hallelujah. So we have confidence because of Jesus. Say, because of Jesus. I can cast out demons. Yeah. You don't have to respect any demon. They should respect you. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, they tremble when you come. Because when they look at you, they see Christ in you. Yeah. They will speak with new tongues. Same because of Jesus. I can speak in tongues. They never spoke in tongues before Jesus came. Yeah. Some of you, you don't know the power of speaking in tongues. If you want to know, start speaking in tongues. Every day, make at least 30 minutes. (laughs) Praying in tongues. Do it every day. Do you know what? Your life is going to change. I'm telling you. Do it every day. Make it a part of your daily life. Things will start happening in your life. Speaking in tongues is a doorway into the supernatural. You begin to speak in tongues. You know why? You know why speaking in tongues is so powerful? Because when you speak in tongues, demons don't understand what you're saying. They don't understand. They can't, they they cannot decode what you are saying. Hallelujah. Say, because of Jesus. Jesus. I have a secret language. A A hotline to heaven. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is your hotline to the heart of the Father. So when you speak, demons are like, okay, what is she talking about now? What, 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 what do we do? They cannot plan. They cannot intercept what you are doing because they don't understand what you are saying. So they are clueless. That's why your mind doesn't even understand unless God gives you interpretation. He said, oh, pastor, what about in the book of Acts chapter 2 when they spoke in tongues, the people understood what they were saying. That was a different kind of tongue. That's not a devotional tongue. That's tongue as a sign to the unbeliever. Hmm? It's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit whereby the Holy Spirit supernaturally enables you to speak a, a language you never learned, a human language that you never learned. And at least I've experienced it a couple of times. First time it happened to me, I spoke in Fante, a Ghanaian language. Huh? I was just speaking. And a friend of mine, Eric, I didn't know you could speak Fante. I said, no, I don't. He said, but you just, you just did. I said, what did I say? He said, you were glorifying God. You were worshiping God. I was speaking in Fante. I, I don't even know a word of Fante. Then he said, wow, so this tongue thing is real. Because he had just gotten saved one month prior to that. So that tongue was a sign to him. Do you see? That's what Paul talks about. It was a sign to him. The other time it happened to me was in Zimbabwe. I was praying with a friend. And I was speaking in tongues. I said, Pastor, you speak Shona? I don't speak a word. Well, I can greet. You know? Huh? How many Shona people are in the house? Come on. Hey. Manguanani. Hey, Mamukase. Yeah. So I. Uh, I was speaking Shona and I didn't even know. 
And I asked him, what was I saying? He said, you were praising God. Ha! <laughs> huh? That's tongue as a sign to the unbeliever. Amen? Amen? The third time it happened again was also in Zimbabwe. I was teaching in a Bible school. Right? I was teaching in a Bible school and we had some students from the DRC. Or quite, maybe about 20 of them in that class. They were being prepared, trained for ministry to be sent back to go and plant churches. And I was teaching, teaching, had been teaching for two weeks, every day for two weeks. And this was going to be my last, my last session. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I want you to give me time. I want to touch their lives. I want to do things in the lives of the students. So whatever you do, make provision because I want to touch their lives in a special way. So teach, I taught, taught quickly, and then after that I, I left 30 minutes for the Holy Spirit. And as I, I began to pray, And I mean, the place was charged, it was anointed, it was something else. Thick presence of God came down there. And you know what? At the end of that, one of the students came to me. I didn't know you could speak Swahili. I said, what? Swahili? I said, I don't speak Swahili. She said, no, but you did. You were speaking Swahili in the class. What? I said, what was I saying? I always like to know. What was I saying? She said to me, you were saying, Holy Spirit, come down and touch your people. Impact their lives. Come down. Come down. Then she said, wow, I didn't know this tongue. It was like this. Tongue as a sign to the unbeliever. Say, because of Jesus, I can speak a language I never learned. Because of Jesus. Supernaturally, you can speak in a language. But if every day all the tongue you speak is five syllables, and that's the end. You, your vocabulary cannot grow, develop to a point where you can be so versatile in tongues. That's what the Bible calls diverse kinds of tongues. Do you get what I'm saying? The fourth time it happened, it was in Alex. I was speaking in tongues. And our pastor, one guy said to me, Pastor, you were speaking in Shona. Ah, uh, again. Hey! So that is coming down on you because of Jesus. Amen. I want you to receive the ability to speak in a language you, you never learned. At a crucial time, at the time of need, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. He will give you the utterance. He will empower you to speak a language, a human language you never learned. In the name of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, I'm telling you, Jesus makes all the difference. He makes all the difference. Because of Jesus. Not only will you speak in, uh, in tongues, you will also lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Let's read verse 18. It says, they will take up serpents. Oh, my goodness. Now, don't go looking for serpents. <laughs> to say, because of Jesus, I am looking for a serpent. Don't try that. That is tempting God. Some people have done it and did not survive. And when they get to heaven, God is going to rebuke them for being so dumb. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, if they drink any deadly thing, what's going to happen? They will die, right? It will by no means hurt them because of Jesus. Say, because of Jesus. Even if people try to poison me, it will not work. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. I've experienced that. We've experienced it. Amen. Mm, when they try to kill us. Yeah. First time it happened was in my early 20s. Probably 19. Yeah, I was probably about 20 years. Huh? We used to go and preach in different schools. And this, this uh, messenger of Satan decided to poison our meat pies. We had meat pies that we all, after ministering to them, they would just come and give you, ah, you know, this. And we ate it, we blessed it, we ate it. Came back next time, same story. After some time, she came and said, please, pray for me. <laughs> Why? She said, I tried to poison you guys. Nothing happened. So I know that you serve a living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, because of Jesus, I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Yeah. Because of Jesus. So we have things to be grateful for. I could have died in my 20s. But because of Jesus, I'm here. Amen. Amen. Can I give you another one? Amen. I can see you like these stories. <laughs> because of Jesus. Hmm? One day, we're pastoring in Nigeria. Sunday afternoon, this lady comes into our... Into um, into our home. She normally would bring food. We had somebody. We had this lady. My goodness. Amazing lady. One day she got up and she decided, Pastor, every Sunday, make sure you don't cook. Yeah. We had to stop her from bringing breakfast. <laughs> because <laughs> before we leave for church, they brought food. Ha! I said, we don't eat breakfast before. No, we don't. So stop it. But lunch, she'll bring lunch. Supper, every Sunday, for two years. Sure. Because of Jesus. <laughs> she said, because of Jesus. Yes, it is because of Jesus. So we say, I said, but why? You know, sometimes we get uncomfortable. This thing. She said, Pastor. It's not your business. It's between I and him. Amen. He asked me to do this, and I'll do it. Amen. So she used to send her maid to bring it. Right? Because they lived, we're in the same street, next door actually. So, one Sunday, this lady brings the food, right? As usual. And then she said, please pray for me. I don't want to die. I said, oh, what kind of, what kind of uh, request is that? Why would you die? You know? She said, I don't want to die. Why? She said, uh, an angel appeared to me. And the angel told me that if you don't pray for me, I will die. I said, what? Why would the angel tell you that? Oh, the, the angel, give us the full story. All these snippets of information. I can't just pray because, oh, she just come, oh, okay, pray for me. And she knelt down. She knelt down. And she was crying. She was crying, please pray for me. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I said, okay, you have to tell me the real story. We were together, my wife and I. And that was where she opened up. 
She said, we've been trying to kill you. <laughs> Say, because of Jesus. Anybody that tries to kill me will not succeed. Amen. So can you imagine somebody coming to tell you, we have been trying to. Then I say, who are the we? Huh. Yeah. Who are the we? The story is unfolding now. Because of Jesus. Then she, she gave some names. I said, ah, okay. That one we knew. The Lord, the Lord had revealed that one. This, ah, it wasn't a surprise. So how have you been trying to kill? You know what she said? I don't know what you believe, but listen, this is my own experience. So it doesn't matter what you believe. Okay? It's my story. Say it's his story. Okay. But I didn't make it up. Real life story. She said, we used to put charm on your seat in your office. And the plan is that when you sit on it, you will fall sick and die. Wow. So we've done it several times and nothing happened. I said, oh, okay. Say, because of Jesus. Every charm. Every sorcery. Every divination. Against me. Will not work. In the name of Jesus. Because of Jesus, witchcraft cannot catch you. Yeah. They cannot touch you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. Yeah. So with their witchcraft in church. Yeah. I'm not talking about someone in the jungle. No, in the city. In the house of God. Lame I said, okay, what else have you tried? She said, uh, we used to poison your food. And I noticed the other partner in crime was very generous. But I noticed a trend which I didn't mention, but I would just pray about it. I noticed that each time she gave us a gift, my family will fall sick. My children will fall sick. Sometimes my wife will fall sick. Can you imagine? She just comes sometimes bring a bag of rice, a big bag, 50 kg of rice. 50 kilograms of rice. Yeah. Because, wait. No, the rice you're buying here, this is not. There are levels. I'm telling you, there are levels. She will bring 50 kg of rice and give it to us. I say, Father, I just thank you. Sanctify this. Receive it with thanksgiving. And poof, it's neutralized. That's why you need to be prayerful. You need to be prayerful. The people that preach against prayer, they don't know what they are saying. They have not seen what I have seen. Amen. Because if they see it, they will know Amen. that they shouldn't mess with prayer. Amen. Some people are anointed by the devil to, to, to stop people from praying. May God deliver this generation Amen. from such people. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's to poison our food. Put charm, whatever. Because of Jesus. Say because of Jesus. <laughs> they shall take up a dead, even if they eat, drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. Don't be afraid. You have Jesus. Don't be scared. Be bold. Be strong. Be courageous. Because of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Because.
of Jesus. Hmm? They shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. Because of Jesus. Amen. Do you know that in the Old Testament, only prophets could heal? Yeah. Who else do you know, do you know in the Old Testament that healed? Huh? Even kings could not heal. David didn't heal anybody. Hmm? Didn't. Only prophets. So, if not for Jesus. Now, this statement, he says, uh, uh, those who believe, these signs shall follow prophets. No. Huh? No. How many people believe here? So, this is part of your heritage. Because of Jesus. Amen. What only the Old Testament prophets could experience, now you can experience. Now you can walk in it. Because of Jesus. Amen. Because of Jesus. You can go lay hands Amen. and say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. And because of Jesus, you expect the healing power of God to flow. That person will recover, not because you are a prophet, but because you are a believer. Amen. In who? In Jesus. Because of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think I've said enough now. We'll continue next week. There's so much to be grateful for. There's so much to thank God for. Because of Jesus. I'm telling you, our life is better. Our life is better. Even what you think is bad is better. I'm telling you, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. I appreciate Jesus. I'm so grateful that he came. Because of him, my sins are forgiven. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of, because of him, even my mistake, my mess up. Times that I, that I messed my diapers. He cleaned everything. Amen. Because of him. I'm so grateful for Jesus. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Thank God for Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.